Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. Merry Christmas, you bloody prats. <laughs> we want to start each episode with Christmas tier lists. With Freezy, we did Christmas dinner items. And with you, I think we're going to do Christmas films. I remember watching this when it first came out. We're probably before you lot were even born. It was like the 70s. And the toy the, the toy he was trying to get was shit then. So I, I think the main thing of the film is like, it's not relatable. I couldn't get a job anywhere. And, and my wife, she said, why don't you go in the police? And I went, ha, we're my family. See you next week. And then it's sort of over in a few weeks. I just was like, actually, this might be the only thing I can do. Because I wanted to do the fire service, but I'm not very good with heat. So I was like... <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> what's this? It's probably the trolls, but what's this that you're not really a Man United fan? Have you you've seen people say it? This is the Nottingham Forest. People yeah. say you support Nottingham Forest. Once and for all, can we squash this, please? Well, it's probably going to be the end of United stand, but it's been a good run. <laughs> <laughs> can we squash this? I love Nottingham Forest. <laughs> oh, the Reds! No. I don't think there's a beef funnier or more entertaining on the internet than Mark Goldbridge versus DT. He, he put a tweet out and then he deleted it. Me and you in a cage playing one-on-one football. What? Why do we need to be in a cage? <laughs> Why do we need to be in a cage? Why can't we do that on a park? Why can't we just do it on a nice sunny day in a park? Would you take him on 1v1? Hello guys and welcome back to Jack Mate's Happy Hour. It's the 12 pods of Christmas. <laughs> what was that? Stevie's got a disgusting t-shirt on. It says head elf. I'm the head elf. Does that mean you're the top uh, elf or you give out something? <laughs> I'm the top elf. I've got a little flask with holiday spirit in it. Yeah, piss head. Uh, I've seen my mum wearing that t-shirt. <laughs> She's an alcoholic, if you didn't get the joke. Uh, we um, we filmed with Cal Freezy, haven't we? We have. I've decided I'm putting these out in orders now. In, okay, in that's order good, because that I was about to ask that. We made a mistake. Go on. We decided to wear different Christmas-themed T-shirts, jumpers, shirts for every single one of these episodes. Yeah, which adds up. But the thing is, if you... And I'm not saying I do this... I'm not. I can't confirm or deny. If you keep the tags on and you've got a lovely fiance, you can potentially get them to take them back after you wear them. I just thought it would go on expenses. No, <laughs> do not earn that kind of money. Uh, nah, we got the spot for deal. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Very good. Very good. I'm all the better for seeing our guest today. Now, before we mention who it is, people on YouTube may have already seen. I want to say there's only two jumpers so far. It's already the winner. 
Cal Freezy, no disrespect. This jumper's better. We've got Mark Goldbridge on the show today. And Mark, what does your jumper say, mate? It says, <laughs> Merry Christmas, you bloody prats. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I love it. I love it. You're the first person. And I imagine probably, do you reckon he'll be the only person that wears a custom? Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to answer it, definitely. Uh, when you messaged me yesterday and said you you were going to wear that, but you thought better of it, I was like, no, you have to wear it. Yeah. You have to wear it. I did have a Star Wars one, I thought. You know, <laughs> I do. We were talking about it off air. I feel like uh, Ricky Gervais off Extra. Those, <laughs> those dolls he can't get rid of. You're having a laugh. <laughs> but, um, somebody, some twat will buy them. <laughs> <laughs> He's plugging it. It's going well. Are they for sale? Are they? they are for sale, yes. Oh, where can people get them? Probably Poundland. <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, they're on the web. They're, they're on the United Stand YouTube link. Are they? Like oh, we have sold some. Uh, you seem surprised at that. Very <laughs> surprised. It, as you can tell, it wasn't my idea to do it. <laughs> Anything with you on, I think, would sell, Mark, because you're, you're a gold mine. Now, Stevie, we um, originally was going to do a Christmas song for each guest. Yeah. What was Cal Freezy's again? Cal- uh, Freezy the Snow Sideman. How free easy the side, <laughs> which the went sh- down well because he's yeah. The show, this show is pathetic, and today we were gonna obviously do one for Mark, but we forgot. So, all I've come up with so far is baby, it's gold outside. Oh, so, not, bad. not bad, that's but we uh, we need more lines. No, go on, you do it, and I'll improv it. Go, baby, it's gold. You do that bit. <laughs> baby, it's gold outside. Mark, please stay. Baby, it's gold outside. We're doing a podcast today. <laughs> baby, it's gold outside. We Ooh. might talk about DT. Is that right? Regretting being here? <laughs> you need to do it in a Welsh accent for old Carice. <laughs> I was doing the Buble version. Oh, yeah. Does he do it, Stevie? Does Buble do that? He has, yes. Okay, cool. Now, he's as, probably better. Yeah, he's oh, better than me, 100%. Okay, are, you a, are you much of a singer? How are your tones? <sighs> I like it. I like, I like to sing. <laughs> do but, you? Um, do you sing I'm in a shower? Good. No, God, I'm a right nightmare in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a shower in the morning. Mm. And uh, basically, I'm just, it's just me in, in my head telling me I'm not doing things. Like, <laughs> fuck that. I'm not, fuck the 10 o'clock show. I'm not going on that bloody podcast in London. I'm knackered. <laughs> So no, very, no, very sad loathing no, very angry man in the morning <laughs> he was resenting us four, four or five hours ago wasn't he now Mark as this is essentially we're going to go through your whole life story basically um, so we'll be here a long time but before we get to that as this is a Christmas show we want to start each episode with Christmas tier lists yeah. with Freezy we did Christmas dinner items and with you I think we're going to do Christmas films Okay. now Stevie this is fun I'm excited but <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to convince yourself of that as you say it <laughs> but promise it's fun we've got to do 12 of these yeah and we've only got got about four ideas for tier lists mm. but christmas films is a big one so it's an honor to have you help us do it mark so we've get, we're going to give you five tiers we're going to give you goat good average naff and shite goat good average naff and shite and uh the way in which this is going to work is we've got 17 films Fiona will put the tier lists up on here so you can you can see what you've put in which category. And um, me and Stevie at the end, because you ha- we can discuss them together, but you have the deciding vote. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Stevie... I are heard a- you're a big fan of Elf. What's that? I've heard you're a big oh, fan of Elf. Oh, we'll- <laughs> and Will Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We will get there. But, but um, And also at the end, me and Stevie are allowed to change one of your, one of your things. And that's yeah. how it will go. And we will post this tier list up on the Twitter so you'll get loads of stick for it whatever you choose it's a very good idea are you ready for it I'm proud yeah okay the first 
Christmas film. Jingle All The Way. Oh, you know what? This is really... You know when I tweet it, people are... Oh, Jingle All The Way is great. Mm. I think it's fucking shit. <laughs> I really do. It's so outdated. Like, yeah. It's like they chase a toy that... I, I remember watching this when it first came out. Probably before you lot were even born. It was like the 70s. <laughs> and the toy the, the toy he was trying to get was shit then. So I, I think the main thing of the film is like, it's not relatable. So, But Arnie's in it. I, I just don't like it. The toy is turbo... Turbo, Turbo Man, Man, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. I've already decided which one I'm going to change. That's one of my favourite Christmas yeah, films. Yeah, it's very, very popular. I'm gonna, I know I'm not going to be popular, but I, I think it's naff. Do you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Got, maybe I should revisit, though. I haven't watched it for about 15 that, that years. That film, to me, is childhood. Yeah, it is. Well, I've already made my decision. I don't even need to see the rest of the list. Well, you don't know, because um, <laughs> Mark might have some left-field opinions. We've already kicked He already does. I knew it is why we needed to get the Goldbridge in to stir the pot. Next up, a film that I can't imagine any of us have seen. <laughs> That's going to be great to put on the list then. But Mark, I know you have children, so maybe you have. Yeah. Shrek the Halls. Yeah, I know, I'm aware of it. <laughs> <laughs> Having, got, But I haven't seen it. I think I got about as far as Shrek 2. Right. Shrek 1 was okay, and then it starts to go downhill. So I would definitely put Shrek the Halls in NAF. Okay, you're going na- NAF again. Without seeing it. NAF again. Not Not bad enough to go shite then. We can put it in shite if you want to move it there. That's up to you. You've got the decision, mate. It's your... Donkey! (laughs) (laughs) Donkey tier? Donkey shite. (laughs) We'll put it in in its own tier. Donkey shite, Fiona, if we can. Um, Fiona, she's in Shrek. Yeah. (laughs) She hates when people say that. (laughs) Not her personally, but Fiona and Donkey. (laughs) She plays Shrek. Uh, Home Alone one. Yeah, I, wa- I, wa- I literally watched this last weekend. Did you? I've already started early on the Christmas film. When do you typically year. start watching? When is it allowed to start, like, the Christmas movies? When do you think? Like, start of November in your household? Well, I mean, I have got three kids, but I think I'm probably the biggest kid in the house because I will say, can we start the Christmas films yet? And it's like, no, it's only September. So. Well, your, <laughs> your kids tell you no. Yeah, we normally do the Harry Potter box set and then go on to Christmas. So, Would you class Harry Potter as, like, a kind of Christmas film then? Nah, we normally watch it sort of September through to October. That's I know it's always on at Christmas though, isn't it? Yeah, and it always has Christmas in it. Mm, does it? Yeah, there's always a it always, they always deck out that bloody school hall thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's never seen Harry Potter. I've seen the first one with the chocolate frogs and the bastard bogeys. Yeah, and there's Christmas in that one. Bastard bogeys. <laughs> Is that a thing? But it's it's sometimes a, a school it's year isn't it? for about ten seconds. Yeah, it's just a school year, so it always mm. shows yeah. the full year. Does it? Mm. Each. Each film is a year at Hogwarts. Is it really? You're not going to get anywhere with this for Jack. I didn't. I did not know that. Yeah, that's why it's relatable. But I thought like you could binge it over Christmas. I I I keep meaning to. I really do. It's one of these ones where I keep meaning to. I thought it was like because Harry's like four in the first one, then like forty in the last one, isn't it? (laughs) No, it's quite dark as well, isn't it? They starts off pissing her out with chocolate frogs, and by the end of it. They're all killing each other. So, Are they? Yeah. Well, it's quite strange because it grew with its audience. So it started right. for a younger audience, but that younger audience were growing up at the same time as Harry. So they liked the death by the end of it. So how old are they in the last one? He's leaving. 49. Like 18, yeah. <laughs> 18? Yeah, he's like finishing school. Right, okay, right. Let's move back on to he's Christmas. On, he's, he's on the firm. He's, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's getting a bit of action. <laughs> uh, magic wand. What are we doing with Home Alone? Slytherin. Oh, t- t- what's the number one? Good goats. Good average. Yeah, I think Home Alone is brilliant. Yeah, and maybe it's because 
I was of that age when it came out. So, but, yeah, well, but I think it's so rewatchable as well. We're going for we're going for goat fee. We're going for goat, please. Uh, Home Alone two. Have you seen it? Yes. Um, I think this one is lost in New York. York. Lost yeah. in New York. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I think it's good. I would put it. Uh, I'd probably put it in. What's below goat? Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that the one with Trump in? I don't think it is, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is. In the, in the hotel. See, that would lose a few points for me. Oh, Trumpy Trump. It's good. It just, I think it loses its way in the second act. Have you? <laughs> oh, God. Isn't there a it's third like a film one? critique. There's a third one. Yeah. But it's not, Maca- <laughs> it's not Macaulay Culkin anymore. Well, then, is no, it? It's a different kid. It's a different kid. Um, just call it a different film. <laughs> Alone at home. I've not watched it. It could be, could be absolutely brilliant. I'm imagining it's not. I think it's... I've not seen it, but I think it's one of these things... There's very few things in life you should prejudge, right? But I think this is one of them. Oh, is it in there? Yes, the next oh, one. Oh, shit. Yeah, shit. Definitely shit. <laughs> Fee, let's go put that in donkey shite as well. Get rid of shite. That no longer exists. Die Hard. Now, I know you have a strong opinion of this. Do you believe it is a Christmas film? 100%. It's, it's set at Christmas. Is that what so, makes it a Christmas film then? Yeah, I'm sure there's a Santa hat in it. <laughs> <laughs> they sing "Let It Snow" or something at the end. Do they? they yeah, I think they do sing "Let yeah, It Snow." Yeah, they all the just end. start singing. It's quite strange. Yeah. Last week, I did say to these guys that Die Hard is a Christmas film, mm. and they both disagreed. You it's and Cal Fraser. Fa- this is my favourite Christmas film. Die no Hard. way! Oh, I really? It's on Christmas Eve. Get the wife asleep. Give her some something that we're not going to talk about. And then- <laughs> Normally about six o'clock. I think, you mean, on, on. I think you mean wine, but it does sound like rehypnol. <laughs> That's, <what I'm> like. <laughs> That's stuff I don't drink. And um, yeah, don't do rehypnol. Um, <laughs> die hard every Christmas Eve. Really? Try, try and get her to bed with the kids early yeah. so I can just sit back and watch Die Hard. Do you, are you one of these people that can enjoy the same film again? Yeah. I have set films I watch every year. Do you? Yeah. I even have summer films now. Go on, name us. Heat with Al Pacino and De Niro. I just maybe it's the heat summer. <laughs> um, in between his movie, yeah. What's that one with Ray Winston? Fucking hell, it's hot. Sexy Beast. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Not a clue. Funny film. Yeah. Not a clue. Are, are, you're, are you a very a weird? Are you a regimented person? Like you have to have your things in a certain way. I don't like. I just yeah. I think I, I'm not. Um, what's the word? OCD. I'm not OCD. Right. But I do like things to be the way I like them. Do you have the same breakfast every day? I do, yeah. Do you? What do you have? Porridge. (laughs) (laughs) That's healthy. Porridge. Porridge. That's healthy. I hate porridge. I just, uh, yeah, I thought you'd be like a very regimented guy. I just... Yeah, but I'd, I'd, I'd... I refute that. I like to go with the flow. I've been known to uh, go out for a drink on a Thursday night. Have you? I've been known to have some bran flakes. Uh, Are we putting Die Hard in Goat? Yeah. Go on and whack it in Goat Fee. And then we move on. She already had. Yeah. She knew. Then we move on to The Grinch. Technically, the Grinch who stole Christmas. I'm talking Which about. Which one are we talking? Jim Carrey? The, yeah, not, the cartoon with Benedict. Not the new animation. You don't like that, do you? No. No. What's his name? Cumberbatch, is it? Yeah. 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 Cumberbatch. Yeah. Not. A, not. Not a fan. Not a fan of that. No. Um. And I think it's Pharrell that does the the voiceover to it. Which is strange. Which I don't think fits the film really. But no, um, Anthony Hopkins on and Jim Carrey. Yeah. What What would you say for that one then? Yeah, I think I'd put that in good. Would you? I might even put it in great, but I'd put it in good. I think it's one of those ones to... I think you'd have kids to watch that. Again, I think if you got caught by your other half watching The Grinch, (laughs) Jim Carrey, 
and the little who's, you might have a few questions. <laughs> I don't know. I disagree there. I think I think that's one on of your the own. ones. Uh, yeah, I think it's one of the ones you can watch as an adult because of Jim Carrey's performance. Hate, 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 double hate, loathe entirely. That, that one. I don't know why he's Scottish. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very good. It's got a lot of adult themes in it. Yeah, for don't sure. Don't go watching it if you're a perv. There's nothing over 18. He's just the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was where it was going. Uh, elf. I like Elf. Do you? Yeah, I do like Elf. Not as much as The Grinch, so I'd probably put it in good. Good? That's the same tier. What's below good? <laughs> average. I love Elf. It's better than average. I'd, I'd, I'd maybe bump Grinch up to go and put Elf into good. Okay, okay. I was going to say I love how little you give a shit about this, but I think you actually do now because you're proper like thinking about which tier and stuff. Yeah, you can't put Elf and Grinch on the same one. No? Elf, Elf is below Grinch. Yeah. Good man. Good man. Nativity. Never seen it. I've. S- it's a good Christmas film. It's dog shit. What? I watched about half. There's about of it. ten of them as well, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, Nativity. Oh, it's just end the first one. Yeah, I haven't put the other ones on because that is mental. That's Martin Freeman, isn't it? Yeah, he's good. I like him, but just because he's in it doesn't save the film. I watched it a couple of years ago in bed. I fell asleep. It was shit. All right. Well, it's up. It's, to- not, it's not. Yeah, it's it's hard for you to the to. I'm telling you, it's good. And I'm I like Home Alone, and Jack's saying it's shit, and he hates Elf. What about middle tier then? So who yeah, do you trust on, more? Put it in average. Yeah, put it in. Yeah, put it in average. Um, both on side. I'm gonna pick some because <clears throat> I've got a long list here, but I'm gonna narrow it down and pick some ones that I think are gonna be divisive. Um, okay, we'll go for Love Actually. <sighs> um, the wife really likes this, and I remember buying. I remember buying her the Christmas album. Oh, she lent it to her sister and never got it back, and she never shuts up about it. I'm like, just ask it back. Oh, I don't want it to make it make it feel like I want it, but you do. It's on Spotify now, isn't it? Uh, put it on Spotify. Um, no, I think it's. I think it's not go. It's good. Mm. There's because it's got strands to it, story strands. If anyone's not seen it. There are some good ones, and mm. then there's some ones that make you want to vomit your bowels out. Right. Like where you know the, the young, you know, the, I mean, it sounds bad. His mum's just died. <laughs> but You're talking about the boy who drums, yeah. And he starts him and Liam Neeson do the Titanic thing together. I'll save your coach, and he's. I've like, not seen just, it. Yeah, it, it will make you cringe. But then there's some really good bits in, like you know. <laughs> That's quite good though, because <laughs> your, your man Bill Nye is quite good in it. You know, Bill when, when, when he's talking it, yeah. to Anton Deck and he's like, you know, hello, Antor Deck. And, you know, like he's <laughs> I, quite, it takes a piss. I only heard for the first time the other day that Anton Deck are in love, actually. It baffled me. Yeah. It baffled me. I've I never... feel like this segment isn't great with you hosting it when you haven't seen these films. I'm not it's judging them, mate. Goldbridges. Busy Christmas. I'll put love, actually, in good. Good tier. Um, we'll pick three more. I'll go for The Nightmare Before Christmas. Never seen it. Have you not seen it? No. I've seen it. It's on it. the list to watch. I've not seen it. It's it's good. It's cool. I think it's what it, it's the Christmas film. Is is it a Christmas film? Because it's set at Halloween, isn't it? I think it's got Christmas in the title. Or it's is it? Hang on. I've, it's been a while since I've seen is it. Is he kidnap Santa or something? I can't remember what it. I can't remember the storyline. It's like even kill Santa. Possibly, possibly. I can't remember the the plot line. Fiona loves it. The animation's obviously amazing. It's yeah, kidnap Santa. That's the one. Um, the animation's amazing. It's Tim Burton, and I love the songs in it. This is Halloween. You won't know because you haven't seen it. Um, you know what? I'm going to put it in good because I know it's popular on Twitter. There you go. I think the, the Nightmare Before Christmas is the Christmas film that people choose to try and get out of having a popular, uh, of having a favourite Christmas film. They're like, oh, I quite like that. It's like the edgy one to pick. So we're going good there, Fee. Two more. Bad Santa. 
I, I didn't like this. I only watched half of it and I turned it off. It's really well liked though, but I just didn't like it. Maybe I watched it in a maybe I watched it in the shower first thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like you know sometimes when you get on your phone and you start watching the film and then you're on your phone more than your film. Yeah, uh, I just didn't grab. Maybe it was just a bad mood thing. But uh, I didn't like it. No, I wasn't a fan of it. I don't remember it, and I know I've seen it, so it can't Everyone, be that lots, good. Lots of people really like it, so oh, well, let's say shit. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to say, like, when my content was just trying to be edgy for edgy's sake, yeah, I think this is what this film is. It's just like... He's pissed uh, all the time. Yeah, he's pissed, and he's, like, doing lines of coke, and he's, like, shagging people in this car. And I get that that's the narrative. It's bad Santa, but it's literally, like, how much stuff can we make this guy do to make him an arsehole? So it's just, like... And, and that's just my whole content. <laughs> but, um, all right, we're going to put that in, in um, shite, fee. All right? And we'll do one more. I've got a lot to choose from here. Um... The Muppets Christmas Carol. Well, I've not seen it for years, but I did used to really like it. So you don't really see much of it anymore. Uh, I would say good. I think that's a good shout. I think it's an absolute classic of a Christmas film. Stevie, you're, you're quite quiet there. Are you pondering something? No, I like it. That's. I'd say that's fair. I'm actually looking at the list, getting ready to change what I need to change. Oh, I was ooh. preparing ahead. I reckon, yeah. Who's it? Who's in? Who's in the Muppets? The bloke? Who's the old Scrooge guy? Is it? Is it? Um, it might be Michael, Michael Caine. Caine. Yeah, Michael. She was only sixteen years old. <laughs> That's quite good. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's I like the that. Best one I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing it on the big stage. Normally right? on my show, I just put my glasses on. They say you look like Michael Caine, and I'll try it. And I'm shit. <laughs> I, um, I've lost too many members of the Wayne family in my time. Is I will right? not bury another Batman, Batman. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's going to be a good show. Now, here's the list. The confirmed Mark Goldbridge Christmas movie list. In GOAT here, we have three films standing above the rest. We have Home Alone 1, of course we do. We have Die Hard. We have The Grinch. Then in good, Home Alone 2, Elf. Love Actually, Nightmare Before Christmas, and Muppets Christmas Carol. The only film to take the average slot, Nativity, we haven't seen it. In NAF, we've got Jingle All The Way, which is a strange shout. Shite, Bad Santa, and then in Donkey Shite, <laughs> which is a new tier, specifically created by Goldbridge, we've got Shrek The Halls and Home Alone Free. Now, Stevie... You can change one. So the reason I was pondering this is because, as um, Mark mentioned during doing that, he wants to put certain things in the list for the sake of Twitter. Mm -hmm. I want to move Jingle all the way, but you know you're going to get better reactions from this being posted if we leave it in a naff tier. Oh, you're clever. You're thinking about the content. I like it. What's going on? Jingle all the way. Very <laughs> <laughs> idiot. So I will... I'm going to do a small one in that case. I'll leave Jingle all the way for content and yeah. I'll push Nativity up to good. Oh my God. Wow. There's a few I need to watch, I think, now based on this. Yeah. I'd love to hear your opinions. Maybe go back, watch them and then come back on and we'll do, <laughs> we'll do a part two after Christmas. I reckon we w I will move. I'm looking at this and I'm really trying to consider it. I don't know why I'm taking this so serious. No, I know. You know you're going to do Elf. Yeah, elf. <laughs> Let's move Elf down to shite. <laughs> See, now you. that's good content. Yeah. I tweeted once about, um, you know, when people tweet their unpopular opinions on stuff, I always tw tweet that I don't find Will Ferrell funny. And I don't mind him, but like I actively like to push out that opinion because people act as if you've just said you've joined the Nazi party. Like it's the worst thing ever. Now, Mark, we'll talk again about Christmas at the end of the show, but you've done a lot in your life. Mm -hmm. 
I know you've been on the kickoff and and you've done other podcasts where you, where you speak about it. You speak about it a lot on your life, a lot on your channel. But um, there might be some people out there in, in, amongst our audience that don't know who you are, don't know what you do. So how would you describe what you do? It's a difficult question, isn't it? Because how do you define yourself um, these days? I don't like the term YouTuber. So I do United Stand, which is uh, Manchester United fan channel um, on YouTube, uh, which is basically just talking about Manchester United. And then that sort of built out from, I suppose, the reactions from that, that people wanted more Goldbridge. Mm. And <laughs> I um, <laughs> I do sort of all sorts of stuff. So I do a bit of cooking with Goldbridge and... Um, uh, going for Goldbridge, which is just basically a, a very shit version of this on my own. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's weird. I started it because of the football, but then... When did you start the United Stand? About five years ago. Did five you? Years ago, oh, yeah. You've done very well then, because that's still relatively new channel in comparison to some of the creators we've had on. Um, are you... So this is something that baffled me. You, that's your channel, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it started off as a one video a week sort of Sunday night thing on a what is the equivalent of Streamyard now? Right. Yeah. Shit. And, then, <laughs> um, and now it's um, you know a couple of videos a day, and uh, we're we're closing in on a million subscribers, biggest United fan channel in the world, I suppose. Wow. Yeah. Fucking hell. How 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 many? What? How do you do that many videos a day? I I would struggle. I, don't, um, I suppose you just get into a routine. I think anybody who does this and you'd be the same and, and other people's, it, it, you know, hard work goes so far, but you've, you know, without blowing our own trumpets, you've got to, you, you, everyone always says, you know, if you meet meet your fans, hmm. I'm sure you've got loads, they um, will say, you know, how, you know, what's your tip for doing this? And it's almost like, don't do it because you might take my audience, but also realistically, <laughs> it's, you've got to be, you've got to, you've got to have, I don't know whether it's, I suppose it is talent, isn't it? I suppose we're being a bit humble, so it's not talent. Mm -hmm. you, you either, you either got it or you haven't. Right. And if you haven't got it, don't, you'll know very, very quickly because yeah. people will tell you. Mm. Um, but when you started, how long did it take you to, I think for anyone who doesn't know Mark's content, like it's very, very funny. Like obviously people like to see you get annoyed when United lose the same as which I detest Arsenal fan TV, right? I do, I'm not just saying that because I'm in your company. I actually do. But you can bet your bottom dollar I'll be I'll be giving them a click and I'll be giving them a little bit of ad revenue when when DT's kicking off. But See, I really try hard not to do. That. <laughs> you just can't. Even when they lose, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't giving you nothing. <laughs> but you're 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 so funny. Like you're you're kind of like accidentally Brent quite a lot. Did it did it take you a long time? To, I guess what I'm trying to say is how much of it is a, is a character, what you see online? Well, I mean, look, I think I'm quite, you know, we've been talking for a few minutes before and this is probably me normally. Mm -hmm. But if you put that screen on and put a Man United match on, mm -hmm. then it's like spark. It's a spark, isn't it? Mm -hmm. you know, it's a frustration thing. And um, I think, you know, there are people out there that when, you know, they'll go personal on Solskjaer or, or a footballer and they'll, you know, I don't ever want to do that, mm. but I do want to vent. Mm. I do think they're fucking shit. <laughs> so it will be like, instead of saying you're absolutely crap, you know, I hope you get kidnapped or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, I would rather try and find something funny in it. And, yeah. And that's where you'll start, you know, your mind will wander and you'll go, hey, he's fucking useless. You're, pan you know, he's panicking like, you know, go on, like, like a cat trying to bury a shit on a marble floor or something <laughs> like that. <you> I think your your metaphors and your your kind of like comparisons are, are really good. Do you pre-write them? No, I mean, 
you get ideas through the week. Yeah. You know, look, anybody who thinks that a stand-up comedian walks out there like Ricky Gervais with his bottle of water and he's like, oh, I'm just talking about this. <laughs> yeah. So I, I imagine he's talented enough to do that. Yeah. But I guarantee most of it is, you know, he's got a plan of where he wants to go. Yeah. And, and I'm, you know, probably like yourselves, I like to go off on a tangent. Mm-hmm. So we could be talking about something and I think, oh, actually, this is quite funny. Let's move off here. Mm-hmm. It's not planned. It's just the way a creative mind works, I think. Yeah, no, it's really, really good. It's really funny. I was watching a clip last night and um, doing a bit of research for once in my life and I love the bit where he's watching Man United versus Man City and Man United go 1-0 down 11 minutes in and he goes, fucking hell, it's it's 1-0 it's to Man City and that goal's been, it's only been 11 minutes and the, go, the goal's been coming for the last 20. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. We've got two two rumours to quash. No, one big rumour to quash. What's this? It's probably the trolls, but what's this that you're not really a Man United fan? Have you, you've seen people say it's it. Is this the Nottingham Forest? People yeah. say you support Nottingham Forest. Can you, can, for once and for all, can we squash this, please? Well, it's probably going to be the end of United stand, but it's been a good run. <laughs> <laughs> can we squash it? I love Nottingham Forest. All <laughs> the Reds. No. no, I mean, I'm, I'm from Nottingham, so I suppose that's probably where it comes from. Um, and when my mum and dad separated when I was about six, my dad's a Chelsea fan and my mum's a Man United fan. So in the 80s, there wasn't a lot to do Mm. for parents. You know, it was before all these dad's rights and Superman's climbing up Ben, Big Ben. (laughs) So it was like, you know, you you had to do something with your kids to keep them, basically, and Mm -hmm. used to get us at a weekend. So he'd drop my sister off at the grandparents and take me to watch Forrest on a a Saturday afternoon when I was like eight or nine for a couple of years until he married again and he didn't want us anymore. (laughs) <laughs> so, no, he will be, he'll, he'll be listening he'll be listening and he will actually say to be honest that he regrets that marriage so you know <laughs> is this one of those tangents yeah. <laughs> he was telling me the other day <laughs> so so you you are a Forest fan then no 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 I, I mean my mum supports United my granddad supports United so that's the team that I always supported my first kit was a United kit but mm. I think when you're like seven or eight and your dad says do you want to go and watch you know what was Division 1 football then not Premier League yeah um and I got to see Merendinia play for Newcastle. Oh, there you go. Got to see Gaza play for Spurs. So, but no, I mean, look, um, I don't think I've been to the Forest Ground since I was about ten. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm w- not, I've never been bad, and I don't support them. A lot of my mates do from school and that. But no. would, would you consider them to be your second team or not? No, not really. Really? Not for, not because of all this Twitter shit. <laughs> I hate them now. <laughs> I, I used to think you're all right. Now yeah. I'm like, fuck Forest. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a soundbite of you going, yeah, I quite like Forest, and then clipping it out. There we go. We look, him. we got him. We got so you said you grew up in Nottingham. Yeah. What was that like? What you grew up in the Nottingham in Nottingham in the eighties and nineties, was it? Or yeah. So early nineties was sort of my well uh, mid nineties was sort of secondary school time. So Britpop, Oasis, all that. Right. L- trying to grow sides, which I still can't even do now. Did you really try and grow them? Did yeah, you? They were like curtain things that hung down. <laughs> you go to the you go to the hairdresser and he'd say, "I'll chop." No, don't. It took me five years to get them like this, but they're not. It's just hair. I know. With with enough gel. <laughs> are, they, are they called mutton chops or is that yeah. something else? God knows. It's, it's, mutton chops is more. It comes down to like how Wolverine. I think they actually do his. grow. Like they are actually are facial hair. Oh. Mine were hair. Mine was grown hair. I, oh. can't, I can't do that. Oh, so it's like long strands from... Yeah, I can't do what Stevie's done there. I can't grow a beard. What have like you done there, Stevie? Gr- grown a beard. Grow, grow a beard. <laughs> what have yeah. I done there? Can you not grow a beard? This has been eight years and it just looks like stubble. <laughs> <laughs> no, it gets a little bit better than that, but... Right. Like. I've heard, I've heard um, you speak a few times about um, wanting to be like Liam Gallagher. 
Yeah, I used to love Liam Gallagher. Did you? Yeah. This is the thing. That's why I used to try and grow the hair. Yeah. I'd like this corduroy jacket that came to about there that I'd zipped up with them. The Adidas Gazelles, the, the Benson Energies, the can of Red Stripe. Did you? It's trying to speak in a Mancunian accent. <laughs> yeah. Walking into the old news agents, old Betty, she'd be dead now, 80 years of old. 20 Benos, Betty. And <laughs> I only lived in a little village. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Did you? Did that bring you strutting about like that? We must have looked quite a scene. Like, do you, did you get much stick from people? They never said it to our faces, but well, there was a, there was two of us. There was me and my mate, and mm. he was basically Noel, and I was Liam. <laughs> and we went to, we went to this party um, when we was about oh, probably sixteen. And Oasis had been on the week before, and Liam was in like the thing I just described there. Mm. Noel was in like a white shirt, and and they both had sunglasses on. It's the height of winter, and we walked into this dark disco, <laughs> dressed up with sunglasses on, and everything. Like that. <laughs> And at the time, I thought it was the height of coolness, but you know, you look on it now and you must go. Have you got any pictures of that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Burn them in a bin but in the back garden. Didn't exist then. <laughs> Were you a bit of a playboy? No, I'd like to say I was. I think I was when I moved to Dublin, but up until about 18, I lived in a, a village where, you know, everybody shagged everything. Right. I, everything. I, I had my morals. <laughs> <laughs> How come you moved to Dublin? Um, Magaluf holiday with the lads and right. uh, met some Irish girls there. Well, actually, it was just me and my mate. We we went to go on a lads' holiday with about eight of us, and month by month, everyone dropped out and it ended up with just two of us. What Noel and Liam again on tour? Yeah, I didn't bring Noel on this one. I brought someone a bit cooler. If I took Noel on that holiday, we'd yeah. not have met any girls. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we went off on holiday. Uh, you know, burnt back first day because neither of us would do the sun cream on each other's back and all that. Right. But, um, we had a great time. First first lads holiday. 18 I was and uh, we met these Irish girls well they met us really (laughs) (laughs) and then uh, the rest is history is it yeah we we, we had these long term relationships and then I moved over there and Dublin was Dublin Dublin made me really it was just uh, it's a bit like an Irish London isn't it it's uh, capital city yeah vibrant pub life I, Everyone you, was hanging around with was at uni. I didn't do uni, so I got the uni life and then had to work as well. But it what was good? This Irish girl, she's not your current wife, is she? No. Okay. How long was you with the Irish girl? About three years until I met my current wife. Oh, so you left her? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just I, really. I, I don't get dumped. <laughs> <laughs> so you worked in Dublin. What was your job up there? Um. Well, I was talking before, it's a bit like The Office. It, it, was, it was the early noughties mm. and it was very much an Office vibe without, we didn't have the David Brent character, but it was, you know, I think they, they, they got The Office so well because I think it was so in, so accurate of what offices were like in the late 90s and the early noughties yeah. when I was there. So I, I was, it was um, life insurance, so boring. <laughs> I, made, I basically used to spend the day, because <laughs> the, the internet really didn't exist then. Mm. It, it sort of did, but nobody really had it. I mean, I remember the phones came out around that time and it was like text messaging was like porn. It was it was amazing. Really? Was like you can text somebody. Wow. So I spent most of my day emailing at the weekend scripts I'd found and then, you know, the old, what is it? Control alt, is it? You know, when you yeah. get the screen really quick. I was yeah. into that. What, so when you say you're doing scripts, what, what do you mean by that? Reading them. Like pretending to work. Oh, what? Scripts for what? Just like, movies i hadn't watched like jingle all the way and <laughs> <laughs> so oh okay so I was just, it's just filling time bored I, I i genuinely didn't do much work I've, I've always been very good at getting out of doing work yeah so you know i'd go into the office half an hour early 
to look at my weak spots on my computer desk. So like if someone was getting a drink of water or walking past, you almost knew what time to flick your screen. Back oh my God, yeah. really? This why I was probably quite good in the police because I knew all the tricks. So how do you go from being this life insurance guy that's just reading Jingle all the way on the computer to actually being in the police force? Because that seems like quite a jump. So when I came back from Dublin, um, I had no qualifications. I'd like to see a C in maths and, and English. And that was it. And although I had quite a good job in Ireland, in England, they were like, I can't, you know, you know what they're like about the Irish. <laughs> so uh, no, that's the other way around. actually. And um, I couldn't get a job anywhere. And, and my wife, who's actually been you know, I must give her a shout out. Um, she's, uh, she said, why don't you go in the police? And I went, ha, we're my family. See you next week. <laughs> and then it's sort of over in a few weeks, I just was like, actually, this might be the only thing I can do. Because I wanted to do the fire service, but I'm not very good with heat. So I was like... <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> I genuinely don't like the heat. I'm really irritable in the heat. So I'm getting a bit hot in here, actually. But, um, so I went in the police. Because I'd always, and this is, like, I'll say it now, I did always like Inspector Morse and stuff like that. Mm. So I was just like, it's a cliche, but I did want it. I just wanted to be a detective. So I went into the police, was in uniform for about a year and a half, and then detective for about 10 years before I left. Really? Mm. How, is it, that seems like you've kind of just fallen into that, but that job seems like something you have to really like. Don't people go to fucking college and uni for years to get into stuff like that? I think you have to now. I'd, I'd be screwed. Yeah. So how did you, you... used to let anyone in. What, did you just apply for it? Yeah, you, you've, got to, you've got to pass some tests and you know, some of the people, idiots who turned up, you were like, you know, you're not even tuck your shirt in, mate. They're never going to let you do it. But right. you can, you could technically go in with no GCSEs and get into the police. Really? Scary. Some of the idiots that were in there. Madness. What was that first year like when you said you was, uh, what was you first before you was a detective? So, you, yeah, you just go into uniform. Right. Uh, so, you, you're at and you're fluorescent. What, and you just yeah. sort of walk about and that? Yeah, and <laughs> just walk about, try and stay out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting beat up. <laughs> well, you know, it's the old Jingle All The Way script again, isn't it? I just try and avoid trouble. The radio be like, there's a big fight kicking off in the Arcadian. <laughs> Gone. Well, I haven't got the physique for it, have I? You know. No, but yeah, you do look quite. You do. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we were speaking about this. Are we allowed to say your age at me? Yeah, late thirties. <laughs> we're both in our thirties. <laughs> so you're you're walking about. Are you a you're not a community support officer, are you? No, God, no. They're like <laughs> that's like bloody. That's like a that's like a bloody TA instead of the army. That is. Is it? Yeah. it's Oh, boo! We even you. We used to boo them. What? Yeah, in the police. Really? Boo them? Well, you look. Well, they're down. probably more respected now. Yeah. PCSO. Sorry. Yeah. Enjoy the channel. <laughs> <laughs> but back then, no. they were they're, they're, they're very expensive waste of space because they just go and 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 all, the worst thing you ever had was one of these PCSOs who like to get involved. Oh. Go and stick your. You know, there'd be there'd be a gang around town and they'd be like you know, getting in their face a bit. And then the next thing you do, PCSO, need backup. Yeah, and you turn up and you go, I don't want to back you up. You've caused it yourself. You've got <laughs> you've got no powers. Yeah. Next time, give them a good kick in. <laughs> are, they, are they are they employed by the police force? Yeah, I think so. I think so. But they're just like a sub-genre that are like... Yeah. I don't know whether they exist anymore. 
Oh, I think, they, I think yeah, you still see them knocking about. They call people call them plastics, don't they? Well, they can't do anything, can they? So? Can they not? Can yeah, they not well, arrest they actually, you? Yeah, see, I fell foul of this. I was driving down the motorway, mm. and um, I, I do drive. I do drive by the speed limit, and um, <laughs> these black and yellow ones. These are the PCSO traffic ones. They're not the police ones. So we're driving along quite quick, and the wife said. There's one of them. And I went, they've got no power. They're just there to make people feel scared. I can tell where this is going. Put me a ticket. I felt like, well, well done. Where did you get your powers? But it was going bad enough. It was going bad enough. So they, they might have more powers now, a decade later. And, and then... When you're walking about, what, what kind of stuff did you have to do in that first year? Did you, did you get in any danger? Yeah, I mean, I worked city centre, so I went to... And this is where, sorry? Birmingham City Birmingham, centre. right. So uh, after London, it's probably up there with Manchester. Uh, it was, yeah, it was quite... Yeah, you'd get, yeah, you know, lots of robberies, stabbings, shootings, fightings. It's not a word, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was really busy because when I went to police training college, it was like 12 weeks really strict. Like they were really, it was like being in the army. Right. We're not in the army. Yeah. And they were like, put your hat on properly. Do 20 press-ups. You know, it was ridiculous. Like, you'd never get away with it now. It was... would, would, you do, would you have to do it or would you just... Yeah, you would. Like, because they'd you? send you back to horse and then you're out of a job. So yeah. It was bullying in a way. But, um, yeah, so some of the people I was there with, they went to, like, really quiet places and I went to Birmingham City Centre. So it was really, really, really busy. Lots going on. And when you're, when you're walking about and you see something, are you, sometimes are you patrolling on your own? Yes, yeah, sometimes you would be, yeah. Would you be, how would you be if you saw like a big fight kicking off? Well, you know, as going back to my physique, if I saw a fight, I'd just go like sort of Jason Statham on him and give him, give him a good fucking kicking, you know. Would, would you? <laughs> you, got, you got given CS spray and a baton. Right. Which is basically a bit of metal that you go like that and it extends out so you can hit people with it if, if, if the need takes you yeah. or, or it's within the law. I could never get it to do that. So. <laughs> you can never get the baton out. No, no. So it's just I'll a tiny like, stick. Look, look, it's like I'm trying to hit a drum or something. It's a tiny stick. Oh my god! So, so you... I just, just yeah. I mean, YouTube's probably the good uh, vocation for me because mm. I just tr the gift of the gab. Right. You know, there'd be this big, massive guy, really angry, and just you. Yeah. And you'd you'd have to try and deal with them without you know getting your head kicked in and I can't, I can't imagine they took you serious because you're you look a lot younger than you are yeah. so you probably and, and don't look like much of a challenge to somebody no did you ever get beat up no I never did actually I'm quite proud of that yeah. really yeah. I'd, I'd just get in there with a with an icebreaker straight away they'd be very angry yeah go, did you see the match last night <laughs> What do you think of Martial's a bloody prat? Yeah. What do you think of like, the latest Batman movie? I'm I, I'm all for it. You know, disarm them with idiocy, really. Right, and then and then you move on to somehow based on that, and that sounds like a shocking performance, I'll tell you. But you 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 progress to become a detective. I was very good at that. Yeah, was you? Yeah, yeah. What kind of stuff do you have to do in in that? Well, it's investigation, isn't it? So it's like um, it's like being paid to play Among Us, really. Right. Yeah. Wow. Is it really? Is it actually quite fun? Yeah, I, I, I mean, to be honest, if I know a lot of people play Among Us, but it's probably a little bit like that. You catch somebody doing a crime, you think you've won, you take them to court and they start bloody lying. Right. And you've got to stand there whilst they accuse you of stuff that you haven't done. Really? And you're just the police. Yeah. yeah. What was the, I don't know if you can talk about it. I mean, it's been so many years now, so maybe you can, but what were some of the bigger cases that you had to, had to cover? I think the Birmingham riots was massive, which was obviously kicked off in London. I remember that. That was... What year was that? 
2011 was it right maybe 2011 yeah, yeah and you were what and you were doing the job then yeah 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 so that was that was interesting um a lot, of, a lot of bad things going on uh, a few murders and stuff and 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 your job is to find out who who did those murders yeah so as as detectives we would uh, i mean mainly what i did was robbery so it was you know we had a few we had a few quite high profile cases where you know there was someone going around the subways and you know threatening women with knives and things like that right when you ca- on a serious note when you when you do working on those jobs and you're catching people doing stuff like that it's quite rewarding yeah you really go for it you get the blinkers on and you go for it yeah. did you have to do police interviews yeah 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 how's that I hated those. did you yeah because it's not like this it's not like if you ask stevie a question he's, he's gonna love it and say i love jingle all the way go, steve what do you think about jungle all the way no comment <laughs> We've had guests like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, the, the, the way they do it, I mean, I hate being this person because when I was growing up, one of my mates, we'd always end up around his house watching a film and it would like be a Van Damme film. Mm. And you'd sit down to enjoy it. You're like nine years of age and you really want to watch it. And all you'd hear is his, bro- his dad behind us, big fat walrus. <laughs> Chomping on a bag of crisps going, that'll never happen. <laughs> That wouldn't happen in real life. That wouldn't happen. But with, with police detective things, like I've just finished watching that Broadchurch, which I'd wanted to watch for years, yeah. even though it's not really my thing. And I was watching it and I was like, I found myself saying that that wouldn't really happen. Yeah. That wouldn't really happen. Because the interviews are always the most interesting part of the drama. Mm. But they're never that interesting. Oh, really? No. I love watching 24 Hours in Police Custody. Yeah. Do you watch that? No, never seen it. Never seen. I just, I just can't do that sort of thing now. No, because I don't mind a, I don't mind a drama. Yeah, the real stuff is just irritating because I just think like a family member rang me up the other day about something that had happened. Yeah, and she was like, "What do you think?" And I was like, yeah, "I ended up." I'm sure she regretted ringing me up because I was just like, "We need to be doing this, this, now." And you, you get back on the phone. You tell you need to do it now, not tomorrow. He's probably off down bloody Greg's. Get him on it now. He's got to get the evidence. He's going, he's going around the suspect's house to chat. Get him in cuffs. So I just, uh, yeah, I've left that behind. Yeah. Oh, mad. Yeah. He's, he's mad that they're, they're my favourite bits to watch on TV. The interviews. I just watched another one as well called Police Suspect Number One. Have you seen that, Stevie? No, I've not even heard of it, mate. You need to watch it. It's all set in. Norwich oh really yeah it's all set in Norwich and there's this guy who smacks this guy outside of um, the Blueberry pub in Angley Square you know that little shit one like it's all boarded up now yeah, yeah. by the way <laughs> Mark and the listeners me and CB just having a chat now but, just about Norwich yeah and there's this guy who smacks this guy like random attack in the street obviously I won't name is this real this or... is real it's like, it's, oh. it's like 24 hours in police custody but it all happens around Norwich and he hits this guy and the guy gets a bleed on the, the uh, brain and um the detective's trying to work out who he is from the CCTV footage and then it cuts to it and it's just some guy that went to my school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's just, a good little ending to that. Yeah. And oh, he was yeah. a lovely chap then. Did you not watch Criminal on Netflix then? Was that the one? Oh, yeah. Was that the David one? David Tennant Criminal was... UK? Yeah, Criminal UK oh, and all I the other ones. It. Absolutely yeah, th- That's all interviews. Yeah, but... Yeah, that is brilliant. Really, really I found good. that really interesting. Really good. And the second series has just come out. It's probably not accurate because I just don't think they would talk. In- police interviews are, are, are really interesting if the person talks. Because right. you know, I'm intrigued, you know, even a murderer. Why did you, why did, what, what, what buttons did you press? What can I avoid? You know, mm. you know, so it is interesting. But because of solicitors, even if someone starts talking to you, like Stevie says, yeah, I did do that, you know, whatever crime he's done, you jump in and go, I want a word with my client. 
you know, they're, they're, they're passion killers, these solicitors. They what? don't let them talk. So so if a murderer is admitting it to you, they can pull them out of the room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they can say, I advise you not to talk. I'd like to speak to my client. And then, you know. Oh, my God. It was, it was, a, it was a very boring game of chess most of the time when I did it. Because yeah. solicitors... You know, they're, they're just being paid by the hour or whatever. And they, they want, you know, they just want an easy life. The worst thing they can do is, you know, if they get them to say no comment, let's sort it out at court. So. How, how do, I think we've asked this question before on the podcast, but who better to ask than you? But like, how do solicitors and defence lawyers and stuff, how do you think they can sleep at night when they know that the person they're there to protect is guilty? Does that, do you know what I mean? Like, I be- a very good question. Uh, does that rile you up, does it? Yeah, I mean, I I've, I know a few of them, and I mean, look, one of the best things I did, and it might, yeah, one of the best things I ever did when I went in the police as a detective is I went and sat in on a court case because I only ever used to get to see in uniform when you get pulled in, mm. and you don't know what's going on behind. When you go and sit in a court case and they take the jury out and they're all chatting, these two lawyers or, or barristers, they're best mates. They'll be talking about what they were doing last week, what they were doing the week before. You might be prote- you might be defending a, a murderer one week, and then the next week you might be uh, defending the victim. So they 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 just it's a certain mindset of person. And yeah. I suppose every industry's got them, but yeah, how how you do that? It's weird, I don't isn't it? No, you know, I suppose at least well, not all police, but if you do do that, you should be on the side of good, right? And they're effectively, and no. they know, you know, you know, if somebody's done it. I don't believe in what's the word? I don't believe in it. I don't even know what it is. Um, <laughs> Coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. You don't. The policing made me quite thick-skinned and cynical, and I don't. My wife believes in giving people a second chance, and coincidence. Mm. I don't. So when you, what do you mean? Like when you'd be interviewing people, and and normally your instinct is right on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? You can read something quite quickly. It, it's and weird. Evidence is quite damning a lot of the time. Is it? Uh, yeah. It's weird because when I watch these cop things, like Twenty Four Hours in Police Custody and whatnot, the real stuff, when the guy, when the, the TV show, they're obviously guilty because they always get found guilty at the end, but I always believe them. Like when they <laughs> when they tell me... He'd be really good. <laughs> <laughs> a few contacts. <laughs> Would that actually make me terrible at it? I think, you, I think you just become good at it very, very quickly. Do you? You, you? you get lied to once and you're like, right, they do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. You, you sort of learn from that naivety, I suppose, really. I was probably like that when I first started. And, you know, you, you, you can't... It's a difficult thing to say, but I think if you're going to do that, you, you, you've got to be quite thick-skinned and, mm. you know, cynical. You've got to be cynical because yeah. you're going to see things like... I remember when I saw my first dead body and it's like, I was like... <laughs> and the smell was horrible and the, it was not very nice. And then... Where like, was that? It was a, it was in a, it was in a tower block in Birmingham, and he'd been in there for about two weeks. Really? Yeah. Fucking hell! How did? And when do- we moved the body, it made a noise, <laughs> and everyone just shit themselves. Apart from the paramedics, who were just laughing at us. They're like, "Oh, you're a bit wet behind the ears." Re- what? Was, what yeah. kind of noise? I think it was like an exhale of air as they moved it, which apparently is quite normal. Oh my god! I can't even begin to imagine what that sounds like. But that would ship that would ship me up. What's you you say you say the statement? I remember when I saw my first dead body. That implies you've seen more than yeah, one. yeah. Well, you. I mean, I think when you work in that sort of work, you 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 do. Yeah. So you, how many do you reckon you've seen? Well over ten. Yeah. Well over ten. Yeah. And d- does it become something that becomes easier, or is it still a shock every time? I think I think you do you just you just get used to it, but it's you you've got to be quite soulless to not be impacted by it. I mean, fortunately, touch wood, I never had somebody like 
they were alive and then they were dead. I didn't get to see that. I think that would be even harder to see that. The transition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was always just, just the body, which is obviously sad itself. But, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not massively religious, but I do believe that when you're dead, you're just a, it's just a body. Whatever was there has gone anyway. So mm-hmm. I suppose that's probably the way I always coped with it really. Because, yeah. You know, that body had been there for two weeks. You know, it's not, it's not that person anymore when they stop breathing. Whatever happens, doesn't it? This is quite a graphic question, so you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. But when you saw that body that had been there after two weeks, did it? What, what state is that in then? Is that, is that a completely different state or, or, or does it just look like a body or? Well, no, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know uh, what, I don't want to bother people about it, but mm. yeah, it's, it, it was facing the wrong way. So blood rushes to the face. Oh, right. After two weeks, you know. Well, we've all watched horror, haven't we? Yeah. It starts to sort of slip away, I suppose. Oh, right. Madness, madness. Yeah. Do, do you think some of the stuff you saw when you were on that job affects you now or not? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Does yeah, it really? Yeah, yeah. No, not in a... No, I mean, look, you know, I, I've, I've always suffered a little bit with depression. I don't, I don't sell it as like a, a massive thing because I think everybody does. I mm-hmm. think we all struggle with it. But mm-hmm. um, I don't carry anything from there to now. Right. Anything I had, I've always had, you know, the moody arsehole in the morning in the shower or whatever. Yeah. I've always had that dark cloud day that was normally a Sunday for me. That's it. Mm. What everything Is I've that because that's when United plays? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't carry anything from that. I really enjoyed it. Mm. I think it, it made me a part of who I am today. I think being quite you know, streetwise and, 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 and able, I think able to talk to everybody. Right. You know, people yeah. might not like you, but I'm able to talk to anyone. It was such a diverse job as well. It pisses me off that people call the police racist because I went into the police 2004 mm. and in 2004 we would be absolutely drilled about racism and everything like that. You're always going to get racist people in everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I know when I was in the police and I was in Birmingham city centre, it was massively diverse and, um, you know, I benefited from that because I came from like a, you know, very much white country background with right. to a white prominent school. So, mm. um, I, you know, I learned a lot of things from the police. Fair enough. And before we move on, cause I want to talk to you about United Stand, but the last question I have related to police, um, in these cop dramas, you know, you, you notice a lot of police corruption. Does that happen? Yeah. I mean, I love Call of Duty, but I never <laughs> saw anything like that. No, really. Uh, no. I, I did see things like where people ask you to say things happened that they didn't happen. And mm. It would just be a flat no. And you, it may, always makes you think, well, obviously people do do that. Yeah. Um, I suppose, it. you know, I mean, the, the corruption levels of, you know, being openly corrupt is quite bad. But if you see somebody who's committed a murder, well, you haven't, well, obviously, if you've seen them commit a murder, you're all right. But if you know somebody's done something and there's a weapon mm. and they're running past it, you know, do you cross that line of saying, I saw them drop that weapon? Right. I wouldn't be surprised if those sort of things did go off. Yeah. To make sure that you get, catch that person. Yeah. You know. Because the evidence has to be concrete, doesn't yeah. it? Can't just yeah. be. And that could be the difference between it happening and not. But mm. my, my thing was if you lie and you get caught lying. You're, you're done. Yeah, you're out. You're in a lot of trouble. Then how, because that's, that's a well exciting sort of career path, but how do you go from that to being the host of United Stand? So yeah, I mean, I started the United Stand because I've always loved football. Football's my football's my passion, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, I started. I was just on holiday, and I was like, I've always used to hang around on these forums, you know, <laughs> football forums, <laughs> 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 and um, 
So yeah, I'd go on after a match and go, oh, he's fucking shit. And then you'd put put it in and then you'd wait 20 minutes for someone to reply. And it doesn't feed your your anger, really. Yeah. So I was on this on and I was like, there must be something in the technology now where you can just do a video and people reply. So I thought, well, YouTube, I'll just do a video after a match and then people can reply. And then I found you could do like a Google Hangout. Um, and nobody watched it, but it... but you know it, it just started from there and then people started to like it we were one of the i think we were the first one to do live content everyone does live content now but yeah everyone used to, youtube used to be very much 10 minute pre-record if you went beyond like that you you got it wrong yeah um and it just grew from there really just just the conversational interactive chat about football with which is very honest and um, when did you see that big growth because you, you mentioned nobody watched it at the start when did that when did that change i think it happened Probably about a year and a half, it started to pick up. That quickly? Yeah. No, wow. Not massively. But right. Like, you know, when you get 100 people watching a live stream, mm. that's that was massive. I think that took about a year. Mm. Um, but then football Twitter's football Twitter. It only takes one person to go, look at this dickhead. Yeah. And, and that can be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would you would you say a lot of people? Because I think a lot of from what I've seen when I've been on when I've popped into the streams and I've seen the chat, the majority of people there love love it and they're, and they're invested. But you do get quite a lot of people mug you off and stuff. Like, would you say that's important to what what you do? You as much as you need the United fans to be on board, you do need the opposing fans to come and cause the the banters. Is that right? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, look, I my relationship with fans of other clubs has probably changed from when I started because I was like, you know, very much United and screw everybody else. And then I think with United being so shit, <laughs> I actually agree with a lot of what people say. Mm. So they'd go, yeah, you're fucking shit, mate. And you go, yeah, I know. <laughs> he's, he's all right, he is. He's all right. <laughs> Goldbridge is all right. You know, Liverpool are doing a really good job. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> so yeah, probably United not being as good as they used to be is, is probably not being a bad thing. Yeah. yeah I think on foot, you know, on Twitter especially, it's full of absolute knobheads, but it's, it's also <laughs> Oh, we know. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> football a- Twitter are the worst ones. Yeah. Like the, the guys that have the profile pictures of the, of the football players and that, they are the most hideous, hideous, poisonous fucking cretins on the platform like they're horrible guys I do not get the psyche of it and I know a lot of those I get on with Yeah, but in the back of my head I don't know who you are Mm. you say you're a United fan with Anthony Martial and 50,000 followers Mm. you could be an Arsenal fan female 12 years old Mm. from India I don't know I don't know who you are but they get credibility Mm. like people are like oh such and such Martial's footnail oh he's you know and and they they love them and the thing is I think we all fall into the trap when I see their tweet and they've got 50,000 followers I'm like Oh yeah, he must know what he's on about. Right. Until you actually think and go, oh, fuck, you know, if you ain't gonna put your real face on there, mate, who are who are you really? Yeah. But there's I, but there's a lot of fun on there. I do like it, but you've you've got to be able to deal. Oh with mate, the, the, uh, me more than anyone. Like I love giving shit to people, and I can take it back. I certainly can take it back. I've had people um, say the worst stuff that you can imagine. I'm sure you have as well. But as we've spoken about, until we're blue in the face on on this podcast, is is there's banter. And then there's the stuff that these anonymous cretins can say. Yeah. And like some of the stuff like Stevie's come on here and opened up about personal things that's happened in his life. It's been quite serious. Mm. And they attack that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know who you are. And the fact that you can't put a face to, to the profile, it's, it, it, it's the, the biggest spineless cowards going. And, and, and if you are out there and you're, and you're uh, of football Twitter and you have a footballer as your profile, fair play to you. Have fun. Give banter to other clubs. Receive the banter. Even give me and Stevie a bit of stick. But know where the fucking line is and just don't be bastards. That's what I want to say. I don't even talk about football that often. (laughs) That's the weird part. They end up on my account and I'm like, I don't... 
I, I love football, but... And this is how fickle the football community is. I'm sure Mark knows more than anyone, right? But I always talk about my love for watching Liverpool, right? I like watching them play. They're a very attacking team, very loads of flair players. I like it. The Liverpool fans will love me then. They'll be like, oh, mate, you're a fucking ledge, blah, blah, blah. I'll get so much love from them. And I don't like Salah. I just don't. He falls down at any little thing, right? And I'm not saying that I hate this debate about English players do it as well. Yeah, Jack Grealish used to be a fucking little melt when it comes to this, right? Vardy does it. Like, there's a load of players that do it. But every time I watch Liverpool, I love watching them, and then I hate when Salah falls. And I feel personally vendetted by it because he's done it against West Ham a few times. So there's my opinion. I'll tweet that, and then they switch. And then they come to you and make out like you're the worst person in the world. And it's like, all right, I'll just tweet Liverpool are great again. I'll get you all back on side it's in it mad it is mad and i think that you know as three on twitter you know who they are mm. and yeah you will get these accounts i mean look there's there's i think it's the salt is here or Wellbecks or something they're very very <laughs> funny they're very very funny yeah they come out with great tweets sometimes i think i need to save those for a couple of months <laughs> <laughs> they are they're very funny but then i think they're very funny but who is it yeah i i, I fall into that trap but then you'll get some absolute tosser with 500 followers who's just started up, Greenwood's left toe or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they'll go, Goldbridge ain't even his real name. Forest fan cunt. You know, <laughs> and it's like, I'm like, that's his real name. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's getting like loads of retweets. And I'm like, you can't fight it. Yeah. You just got to go with it. But you're like, the hypocrisy of this. Mm. Look at the account that's tweeting it. Yeah, 100% mad. There's a guy called Fake Carlton who does a Carlton Cole account. And they're funny. Like, they are actually witty jokes. Yeah. So if you are of that, if you are that way inclined, then fair play, go for it. But don't just go, get cancer, you cunt, to someone. That's you not know, funny. You know what I think as well? Because they're not, there's even some accounts that are like, I don't know, West Ham HQ. Yeah. I'm not, I don't, there might be West Ham HQ. I'm not calling you out, but yeah. it could be a Man United one or whatever. Mm. They've, they'll have 100,000 followers and they'll get quite big. And everyone's like, oh, why don't you start doing a YouTube channel? And I don't do it, but I feel like coming in and going, you won't fucking do a YouTube channel. He doesn't even dare put his poxy name or face on his channel. I wonder why. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and most of the time, it's probably because they're about 10 years old. And this is a thing that I fucking hate, right? And, and all of them out there will be going, we live in your head, rent free. Yeah, you just say the same template fucking re- cold ratio, bro. Edge, G. It's boring. It's boring. And I, don't, the, I don't even know what, I, I don't even know what the ratio thing means. Yeah. It showed. It's, yeah. It's, what they're doing. How does it work if I don't know what it means? It's literally you put a tweet and then one of them will go ratioed, bro, implying that they're going to get more likes on their tweet than you are, but then they never do. So then someone else will reply going cold ratio, bro, to that guy. Right, okay. My them off but my, my thing is one of them will tweet me the worst thing it might be something about my partner or something about my granddad or something that hits close to home and they're hid behind a pro football picture they're anonymous I don't know how old they are and I'll reply going you're a fucking little prick or something like that because I, I'm that way inclined and I will continue to reply um, and then they'll go oh, well done, you just fucking called a 14-year-old a prick. You, how do I know how old you are? You don't even have a picture of yourself. Oh, mate. And if you're big enough to give it, you've got to be big enough to take it, you little shit. Yeah. But before we, um, I don't want to spend all that. Go on. I love Salah. I just want people to like me, so I'm going to just say <laughs> something. I actually don't like Salah at all, but I love Salah just for the, those football fans out there. I really thought you just came in out of nowhere and said, I love Salad. And I was trying to work <laughs> Definitely out. Definitely what- not. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can say it about myself, but yeah. now that I've said that, football, 
Apple. Yeah, but, Twitter but will if, be after if me. you tweet, for example, right, and I don't know your your preference in this, but if you tweet at, um, oh, I I love Salah, Salah, or I hate Salah, yeah. so, so and someone replied going. Um, yeah, I can tell you've never eaten a salad in your life. There's some, there's some there's element of humour yeah. behind it. But when they go, Stevie, shut the fuck up, you fat cunt. You're boring. No one likes you. It's like that's normally you tweeting that. <laughs> me, it sounds a bit different. <laughs> right. I want to move on away from uh, from from the consumer and more on, on on you and what you do. Now, obviously, United Stand. We've spoken a bit about it. Is there a YouTube football community? As in terms of, do the creators come together? Because I know you've got a few rivalries, and we'll speak about that in a minute. But do do football cr- creators tend to help each other out or not? Would you say? Um, I'd, I'd say our success is based on really hard work, and actually, a lot of people getting in our way in the YouTube community. Mm. Um, from sort of minute one, we were probably quite different, and people saw that and they wanted to stamp it out. Uh, when we came into the uh, football space, there was Fremantle uh, who owned quite a lot of channels, yeah, and we. With, I think, AFTV, to be fair. Although, I think AFTV, I I don't know, AFTV. But we were very independent and, um, yeah, a lot of people tried to stamp us out. And it's funny now, that's that's disappeared. And a lot of those people are now independent. So, and and doing live content as well. Yeah. So, (laughs) it's sort of come around a bit. As for, you know, we do the kickoff. Mm -hmm. I I, I like um, the kickoff. That's probably about it. There's a smooth, I I probably gravitate more to the smaller channels Mm -hmm. because I know what, what they're going through. Mm. Um, Thogden. Thogden. Do you, know, do you not know Thogden? I do, I do know Thogden, yeah. yeah. yeah I've met him a few times. He's a funny character, yeah, isn't he, Thogden? Yeah, yeah. Same in Thogdad. Thogdad, like, yeah. <laughs> they're on my life, not them. Sometimes they are, but yeah, it's like, you, know, you and Thogdad should have a fight. <laughs> also, I'm in that age category now. <laughs> nice one. Um, what do you, let's talk a bit about the beef then. Because it would be a shame to have you on it. I've got to admit, Mark. I've, it's old I, beef. What's old beef called, you know? Um, don't know stale yeah stale stale beef that's all i can think of i'm sorry stevie i've let you down <laughs> but but i'm somebody who's been in a lot of beef in my time on youtube i've called out a lot of people and they've called me out back i don't and i've and i've, and I've consumed a lot of it but i don't think there's a beef funnier or more entertaining on the internet than mark goldbridge versus dt it was funny for its time. I enjoyed it. It was uh, it was really enjoyable. I would never want to go into it again. Do you not want to talk about it? No, I'm happy. Right. Yeah, no, I just wouldn't want it, I wouldn't want it to start up again. Right. Okay. I think he would. I think he needs it. Yeah. But I, oh, I, that's yeah. gonna start it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so giddy. My feet are tapping. He, I did a charity stream last week, and he actually put uh, fair play. He put he contributed to it, and then called me a forest support in something. What he popped in, did he? He just put no. You know, it's on just giving. Oh just, right. He just you know you can leave a little thing. Yeah. He did it, um, which is nice of him. Yeah. He's still blocked. How much did he leave? Well, the reason I thought it probably was him, it was about a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> he only did it to put that comment yeah. in as well. Yeah. I've got to get his views. <laughs> to be fair, though, I'll be absolutely honest. Hmm. At that time, it helped me because I was on my way up. Yeah. Away from United Stand. Yeah. And he was probably a little bit more, more well known. So right. absolutely doing, doing what I did. Mm. Worked. So a lot of people who don't know the context and the background to this, Mark's obviously, as we know, um, the, the host of United Stand, fan, Manchester United fan channel. DT is um, a character on, um, or a person on Arsenal fan TV, now AFTV, and uh, there's there's been a bit of a rivalry there. Now, something I actually don't know, and I haven't tried to look into because I wanted to learn it today. How did it start? What was the first initial DT versus Mark Goldbridge beef? 
So it was, it was a football match, United stand FC against the uh, FTV FC. Was that the, was that when it started? Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, that's what really started it. Yeah, right. Okay. It ended up in the bloody Daily Mirror. It was ridiculous. Did it? Yeah. Did it? Go on, and tell us about this match. So we were playing a game, and it had been arranged for about October time. It must be two or three years ago now, and it was meant to be seven ringers and four regulars. Mm-hmm. So you had to be on the channel. So we turned up at the game, and FTV have got a team full of ringers, and I'm playing for United Stand and and three or four others, including Sophie, who's a girl. And um, we're like, well, you know, what's going on here then? You, 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 well, you said it, we kicked off the game and um, we went one nil up. And it was a bit like <laughs> Superman because DT's like, get my boots, I'm coming on. So, so he comes on. I'm playing centre midfield, he's playing centre midfield. Of course it's being filmed. I mean, some people even said, was it scripted? Because it was mm. just ridiculous how it happened. Yeah. So he gets the ball. He's about five yards in front of me. He decides he's going to try and nutmeg me, which in football is not the ball through your legs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm looking <laughs> He said he didn't like Salah. And, um, anyway, I've you know, seen see it coming a bloody mile off. It's like, it's like your grand trying to do it. You're know, dead. And, uh, so I close my legs like that. Yeah, and, and I take the ball off him and then I go past him. I skin him. Right. As I go past, he sort of grabs me in one of those sort of... Um, Ramos Salah arms. Yeah, yeah. And as we go down, I'm like, I'm not having this. I've played football for years. And as we're going down, I booted him in between the legs. <laughs> so he starts on. To- he starts trying to get kick me, kick me, kick me like bloody zippy. And um, <laughs> it just turns into a big, this big brawl. Yeah. The referee takes us over and he's like, books DT. I thought, oh, I'm, I'm, re- I'm really in shit if he's booking him. Yeah. And he goes, and you, I don't know what you've done, but I know you've done something and just gives me a yellow card. <laughs> so then then it's been set. Anyway, DT ends up bloody getting sent off and it all goes off from there. Obviously, we won the game as mm. well. And it was just a massive, um, can you use the word L now? Massive L for them. Yeah. Because they'd put their strongest team out. We'd put half our channel regulars, including people like me who just weren't fit anymore. Mm-hmm. We beat them 3-1. It's all on cameras. And of course, that little clip of DT just getting owned. Yeah, and you know, it's gone down you, you know how he's going to react. Yeah, and it just it just went from there. He's in that. I have seen that video. I thought there was more of an origin behind that, but um, that video is so entertaining. I reckon people should check it out if they haven't seen it. Um, he acts like I've not met him, and and, and uh, maybe I'm trying not to judge someone before. But I can't help but judge him because the way in which he put, puts himself out there online and some of the stuff he says, he just seems like the worst person. And his son in that video has to kind of try and be like the dad of the group, doesn't his, he? His son ended up having a boxing match with one of the people off our team. Yeah, oh. uh, it was way smaller than what happened between me and DT. It was like really trying to squeeze the last bit out of it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I mean, his son's a nice lad. Uh, there are aspects of him. He's a nice lad. Unfortunately, DT. Yeah, there are definitely 100%. Um, but the reason I've blocked him and moved away is not because I dislike the lad. I just don't need it. Yeah. Because every time I've met people like this, you give people a chance and then they let you down. And I ain't going to give people loads and loads of chances. And it's not a personal thing. I don't dislike him. I wish him all the best, mm. but I'm not going to go down that road anymore. Right. And people keep saying, oh, you know, why don't you just unblock and do some videos together? And I'm like, nah. What videos would you do? I suppose Arsenal versus United chat. Or oh, right. Like that, yeah. So how come his son f- had to box someone on your, on the, uh, from your side? I don't know. Maybe it was a production company thing. I don't know. Oh, it was put on proper, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And how come DT didn't box? Oh, he, he medically wasn't allowed to do it. Even though he was offering me out for a fight. But yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. He, he, he wanted to, This is quite funny. He, he put a tweet out and then he deleted it. Me and you in a cage 
playing one-on-one football. What? Why do we need to be in a cage? <laughs> Why do we need to be in a cage? Why can't we do that on a park? Why can't we just do it on a nice sunny day in a park? Would you would you would you take him on one v one? In a cage? No. And <laughs> just in, in football, yeah. yeah. Oh god, he's shit. Like, he's really shit. <laughs> I still play quite a lot and um yeah, I, I, I'd batter him at that. But really? I, I imagine the cage is there because he's, it'd be like a wrestling match, wouldn't it? He's going to go, boo, he's got a piece of wood, look. <laughs> Turn around, Mark. You're there with a bat, I yeah. can't get it open. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say? About it. I just quite like that whole thing, so I just learned what a nutmeg was. So that's, that's <laughs> enjoyable. I, are you looking at this whole story going, this is just like the Stephen tries Jeremy Lynch thing? That You're trying to, was... trying to bring that back I in? I came to that late, though. I seen all that like a couple of months ago. Yeah, well, this and is... The... I found myself watching these videos from like two years ago. This what is a dick. Yeah, I know. Well, Cross is the right dick. Maybe is, he's a nice guy in real life. Well, who, Jez? Yeah, yeah who knows? Who knows? I'll have to m- meet him one day. I'm sure he'll he'll love that. But um, no, we had Stephen Tries on and um, just asked him about everything he's done on YouTube. Asked him about that Jeremy Lynch incident. We put it up on the channel. This was before it blew up again. Put it up on the channel the same week. P- purely coincidental that Spencer FC finally spoke about it. So those two videos combined, yeah, I think... Created a shitstorm online, but um, Stephen, thanks for if you're watching Stephen, thanks for doing that because that is now our most watched clip on the Happy Hour and now YouTube channel. Jack's going to upload this clip at the same time DD is uploading. Oh, we I'm just going to all yeah, yeah. So if you are Maybe watching on YouTube, he'll be knocking on the door. Can I, when am I coming on, Jack? <laughs> oh, mate, I, I genuinely, there's very few people in life that I we've spoken about this before Stevie but who I don't think I could have on the podcast right uh, because I think every I've had a lot of people on that I don't see eye to eye with but I just don't think he's my kind of person and some of the stuff that he comes out with I just don't see how we can find a common ground for example a lot of people say get Alfie Days on yeah I'll get him on don't really care it's probably old news now Carmi Stiletto touch the light I'd never get that guy on because we're so far apart from each other we're polar opposites there'd be no middle ground it's like he can't justify to me why he's done what he's done and I don't think DT is a nice person I'm, I'm surprised that you say there's he's got traits that are, that are nice and, and oh, you know maybe that's just me I always think there's a good person and I, I do actually like to give people a second chance right but I also won't take any shit from people either yeah I think if you know I'm very stubborn about that and I just feel that you know go and enjoy your life whatever you want to do. You don't need me in it and I don't need you in it. But yeah. I do agree with you on football. I mean, I'm very proud to be asked on this. I really like it. Mm. And, and But I agree with you. I think that the football YouTube community is not necessarily one I'm proud of. Right. There's a lot of dickheads in it. Yeah. And, um, you know, which is why I like to do, I don't mind talking about the football, but we spent most of the time not talking about football. Yeah. Um, which which is great because I, I like this sort of thing. You, but, you must get so, so. Do, do you get bored of speaking about football after a while? It would feel weird if we'd spent most of the show talking about football. Yeah. To me. Yeah. That's not what this is all about anyway. No. It's, it's more lifestyle and Christmas films and it's fun. Yeah. yeah so. Fair enough. Fair enough. High praise there from, from the man himself. Why do, before we move on, why do you think, because um, DT's been fired from Arsenal Fan TV quite a few times, hasn't he? And they keep bringing him back. Views. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be. I, I I know Robbie. I get on with Robbie well. Yeah. And, uh, is he nice, Robbie? Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Do you? Uh, do, who's who's got more subs? They have, but we get more views. It's not about the subs. It's about the views. Oh, there we go. There we go. Now, one of the things I love about you, Mark, um, as I mentioned at the start of the show, is your uh, your viral clips that get snipped out and put on Twitter. And me and the boys are constantly sharing these. These are our favourite things. They're so accidentally Brent. Stevie, do you want to mention what we did in the summer? What? With, with the Zoom quiz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
we did a one as everyone did during lockdown did a zoom quiz you already know where this is going um but yeah you you asked us one of our questions we got a celebrity um quiz master into it's our, like our the christmas jumper this is it's yeah. like someone asks you to do that and it's like on demand <laughs> it was good it was good i've got two friends um it was me stevie alfie and i've got two friends um uh, alfie and joel and we did a zoom quiz and we got you in to talk about your goal line technology video now these to anyone who doesn't know you or what you're about these are going to sound weird out of context but i want to tell you my favorite three clips so in at number three i'm going to put the goal line technology it's not over the line it's not over the line that's over the line yeah and then the second one would have to be the fruit seller which we're going to chat about because that's that's an absolute Goldbridge classic. Number one is, I can't remember what game it is, but you're playing FIFA and United are like 6-0 down or something and then they score a last minute consolation goal and they do, and they do, they do the dance. I bet, this seems like a weird question and I know the answer already, but then t- please just for my own call, like they're not set up, are they? God, no, no I, I knew you were going to answer that because I was, what I was going to say is they are the most unsettable up things yeah exactly ever yeah and and the funny thing is i think a lot of fake people found our content maybe three three and a half years in mm-hmm. they want to go back on youtube there's three and there's three years of gold <laughs> in there that people just don't watch anymore yeah but the the goal line technology one is the one of the only ones i really think is funny and i can watch it back and laugh at it because yeah. it's like it's not me that's just fifa and yeah that is I would have to have FIFA on board to do that because mm-hmm. when I'm watching that, I'm like, it's not over the line. That is not over the line. And I, I, I was playing, I was playing for Ultimate Team last night. I was absolutely, I was using the c word. I don't even like using that word. Uh-huh. And I was like, so angry. I was like, come on, there's got to be something wrong with this game. Every goal he scores is shit. I can't do that. <laughs> so when FIFA goes on the line, I'm like, it's not over the line. That's not over the line. That's over the line. You know, you, you set yourself up. So it's just like, you know. It's uh, the comic timing of it, isn't it? It's it's, yeah. it's just so accidentally Brent. Is that an insult to you or do you like being called accidentally Brent? Um, uh, look, you're influenced by what you're influenced by. I mm. grew up with Only Fools and Horses, mm-hmm. Alan Partridge, The Office, um, probably a bit of Phoenix Knight, stuff like that. I mean, I, lo- I love all those comedies. I like Royal Family as well. Mm. So there's probably, if, you, if you're a comedian or you'd like to try and be funny, you're going to be influenced by what what you like. Yeah. You know, Black Abba's not my thing. I'm not going to do that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Fair enough. Talk us through the fruit seller clip. Well, I, get, I mean, this is just ridiculous. So we're on holiday in Mallorca. And is this the lads? No, no, because this is recent, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, this yeah. Was about three years ago. Yeah. So uh, on holiday in Mallorca, I think was away with my brother and sister, and my brother-in-law and my sister. So what used to happen is 10 o'clock, got to do a United stand show, even on holiday. You yeah. Got to, got to, got to, got to get those views. And uh, it was the middle of a transfer window. So you, we had to do it. So I used to just go and sit on the beach, do a 10 minute live stream. It's mm-hmm. great technology, isn't it? So mm-hmm. you're on Mallorcan beach doing this. And I'd say to, to the wife, you go and have a coffee with my sister. I'll take the kids down the beach. I'll sit 20 meters away from the beach. I can watch the kids pass the, pass the thing, mm-hmm. do the stream. Everyone's a winner. Yeah. You'll thank me later on the sangrias. And, um, <laughs> So, yeah, we're sat there and this pineapple salad just comes along. And he obviously hasn't got an idea about YouTube live streaming. Fucking idiot. And I'm like this, chatting away. And he's like, uh, pineapple. And I'm like, I've had this for years. Tenerife, you're, you're going you're gonna to give me some pineapple, aren't you? So I just let him crack on with it. And then he's, he was very insistent as, it's, as it plans out on the video. And then he starts calling me a fucking wanker. <laughs> but the worst thing is... For somebody who's been in the police, I should have had a better line than this as he walks off. 
go and buy fruit in Mallorca. I mean, what's that all about? <laughs> that just makes me cringe. I'm like, there's a killer line there. Like, go fuck yourself, you bloody pineapple. Chop a pineapple up your ass. Anything. Yeah. Don't buy fruit in Mallorca. I, I was laughing with Fee on the way up here about that clip because it's like someone listening to that is going to go, Oh, okay. We will remember that next time we're on. Sharon, put them bananas back. Listen to Goldbridge. It's so good. Um, before we before we finish, um, it's been a pleasure. I just want to finish on some relatively quick Christmas questions because after all, it is, it is December now and, and, and that's the plan. So um, do you have a favourite Christmas song? Yes, I do. Um, there's two really. One, which I don't think really is a Christmas song, which mm. is Frankie Goes to Hollywood, The Power of Love. I just really like it. I think it's a really, it's one of my favourite sort of romantic songs. Is that the, the power of love? It's got a good. It's really, I just like it. What? Even when you sang it there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you must really like it. I just love it. I just really like the song. But it, uh, I hate that I can only wear it. Uh, wear it. I can only <laughs> listen to it at Christmas because I think it's an all-round love song. Okay. But my favourite is just, and I think it just epitomises Christmas to me. Um, is Paul McCartney, and I don't even like the Beatles. Uh, wonderful Christmas time. Simply, ha- and you know why I like it? Because when I saw the video when I was young, I always really liked the idea of drinking in a pub. And they're just in a pub, dancing around, getting pissed. Nice. Favourite thing about Christmas is Christmas Eve, couple of hours down, having a pint, and then Christmas lunchtime, local pub. That's my favourite thing about Christmas. Do you go to the pub on Christmas Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you? Yeah, get a free pint. Do you? Yeah. Uh, well, you do it at our pub. <laughs> and it's a bit of a thank you to all the locals, even though I don't live there. Right, <laughs> it's the only day I go there. <laughs> wow, I don't, I, I don't know if I could get away of going to the pub on Christmas, Christmas Day. It's brilliant. Really, a couple of hours Christmas lunchtime in a in a local pub. Yeah. How many? How many jars? Don't go Weatherspoons, be shit. No, yeah, you got to go su- support your local. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. What? What? What have you? How many jars can you put away on a on a Christmas pub session? Last year was probably the best. I think we got about four in. Did you? Yeah. What well, we, th- we went down, we had a really, really good plan. It was me and the brother-in-law again. Took the kids down, give the women a bit of time to cook the dinner. <laughs> one of the oldest kids was 15. We had a quick one, two. <laughs> Said the 15-year-old, we've got a great Christmas surprise. You walk all the kids back, put Elf on, and then bring back the wife for a drink. Yeah, right. Another two. <laughs> You've absolutely sussed there. Look how yeah. smug but you it's are. There. COVID now, so we're not going to do it. That no. man is dead. Do you not think that? Do you think the? Uh, I mean, Mate, we'll know by the time this goes out. But at the time of recording, we're still in lockdown. And those pubs on one thing about those pubs on Christmas Day, if you don't like queuing up. Like yeah, rammed, absolutely rammed. So yeah, yeah, it won't happen, will it? True, true. Now, Mark, obviously, you are a little bit of an older gentleman than, than I. Um, you have children, three children, didn't you say? Yeah, and. For me now, I'm in that weird sort of stage, which I think we've all been, where Christmas doesn't necessarily mean anything. Like, it's just, I'm not a religious person. So for me, it's just a day. Um, I try to get into the Christmas spirit. I like doing all this festive stuff and whatnot. But ultimately, it's lost its magic. Do do you regain that magic when you have children again? Does it become special again? Yeah, I think, yes. Uh, Yeah, definitely. Because as we're talking about all the films and stuff, you can watch a lot of those films that, you know, you can watch certain films, but Mm. other films that are... You know, like Home Alone's better when you're watching it with your kids. And yeah. All the Christmas stuff. I, I, I'm very dubious about my kids, though, because I really did believe in Santa for a long time. Right. I think I was about, what's cool, 10? Probably <laughs> 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 older than that. But, like, with my kids, even when they were eight and six, mm. I never really, I always felt they had it sussed. Really? Yeah, just either that or they just they don't get very excited about stuff. I mean, I suppose everything's just so 
you know, I was saying to my other, my middle daughter the other day, what do you want for Christmas? And she's like, well, I want a phone. And if I don't get a phone, I'm not really bothered. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, come on, I used to have a massive list. Get the Argos out. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Fair enough. I, I imagine that you're the kind of guy. I don't know if this is an insult or not. I hope it isn't. But you're the kind of guy who would be seething to buy a present for your kids and have to write from Santa. You need them to know it's from dad. Are you? No, I, I'm I'm not. No, I I we in the you, you, when you get married and you have kids, this is sort of like a fusion of your upbringing, isn't it? Mm. Because I feel an idiot again. It's a bit like walking in that disco with the, the Liam Gallagher lookalike. Because I, I was like, she was like, when when the kids get their presents, how are we going to do it? Then I presume they get the presents from us, and then they just have a little stocking from Santa. I was like, no, everything comes from Santa. Oh. She was like, laughed. I was like, what are you on about? Said, everything went to Santa. Well, didn't you get any presents off your parents? I never thought it through, but you yeah. were you were thirteen when you still believed in him. Yeah, you know what? So do you do you not think your kids do believe in him now? Well, I know the oldest doesn't. She just definitely doesn't. And I think the middle one is now eleven, so I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. What's on Mark Goldbridge's Christmas list? What do you want for Christmas? Oh, I don't know. You know, I think lockdown has made it difficult because I sort of went on a binge of clothes and aftershave and. Mm technology so i probably would like something a little bit more novelty i suppose yeah something outside the box but i've got to have presents i'm not i'm not one of them people who are like oh let's it doesn't feel like christmas this year if i woke up on christmas day and i didn't have a few presents i'd be really pissed off would you yeah and that'd make the shower even worse, wouldn't it? Yeah. You'd be absolutely... You'd <laughs> it's the be one the... shower of the year. I'm actually half, <laughs> half glass half full. Do, do you open all your presents throughout the day or is that first thing done? No, we don't now. Um, when I was a kid, I used to get up at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I remember like Sabutio and three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Everything was open. Parents didn't really give a shit. Mm. <laughs> but, but, we, but we actually do quite like to open our presents with our with the kids and, you know. Yeah. Is it try, quite, try and make them quite a traditional Christmas scene in your household, is it? Yeah, Christmas dinner. Uh... Are you are you one of these people? And I need to ask you this as well, Stevie, because I don't know if this is done. I've heard, I, I thought this was normal, but I've found out it isn't. A fry up Christmas morning. That's not normal. Is it not normal? We, we have a traditional breakfast. It's, um, and I never had it until I met, met my wife. So it tells you where, what side of the street she's from. Um, <laughs> scrambled egg, smoked salmon, brown bread and uh, Buck's Fizz. Really? Mm. A Buck's Fizz in the morning? You must hate that. You just want your porridge. <laughs> Christmas Day, you got that. <laughs> there we go, Mark. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Um, enjoy your Christmas. Thank you, and you. Thanks for coming on. I love the Christmas jumper, as we said at the start. Merry Christmas, you bloody prat. Available now. It sounds like I just called it's, in that, didn't it? sounded it? like you didn't want to say it. Can we have, can we have you sing the song again? Oh. <laughs> well, are you going to do your ad-libs yeah, again? Yeah, of course I am. He didn't like it the first time. <laughs> If he does it in Welsh. <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside. I'm not really doing that. Great. <laughs> Mark, um, the, the final thing, the final thing, you, you have, this is not an exclusive, you've revealed this before, but Mark Goldbridge is not your real name. No. What is it? Brent de Cesare. I don't know why I put it, Brent. Brent de Cesare. One's American, one's Italian. Brent de Cesare is the most cultured name I've ever heard. I would, I, I'd love to use it. Yeah. I'd love to. I just couldn't use it because when I was in the police and I started off, I, I asked them and I said, look, I'm going to start doing this. If I, I had, I'd like, I remember the email I sent to like whatever department it was mm. and it was like, I might call Liverpool fans a bunch of pricks. Yeah. And they were like, well, you can do that, but you better not use your real name because then you're attributable as a police officer. It could cause you problems. Oh, right. Whereas if you use a, stage name yeah. then it gives you that 
anonymity, anonymity and uh, you know, you can always say, well, you know, I'm not doing it in a professional capacity or anything like that. Fair enough. That's the story about it. And, and then it came out and I was just like, why would you change it? You're not at the, yeah, you're not the, quite, I mean, it's a whole story in itself, but it's like, it is quite a protection as well. Right. It is, it, it does work quite well. It's a bit like Batman and Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to think. <laughs> I love that. Right. Mark, where can people find you online, mate? Uh, at Mark Goldbridge on Twitter is probably the best place for everybody or United Stand if you're a United fan. Lovely stuff. This has been another episode of Jack Mates Happy Hour. 12 podcasts of Christmas with Stevie White and Mark Goldbridge. Thank you very much for listening. Mark, before we leave, I want you to sum up Christmas in one word. Fantastic. Highly <laughs> <laughs> rolls his eyes. See you later, guys. Have a good Christmas. Well, actually, we'll see you in a few days. So don't have a good Christmas just yet. Bye. This was a Stakhanov production.